Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode. And you're watching Going In Raw. What's up, it's your girl Sasha Banks, Legit Foster. And you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. Yeah, welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson and available wherever fine podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button, notify bell next to it. To make sure you always get your new going mm-hmm. in raw mm-hmm. notifications. I just got a notification myself from a new patron, Larson. Ooh. We have a variety of reward tiers. Starting from $1, you'd be stunned at $1 does for going in raw. It's a huge way to support going in raw. We got a couple new patrons uh, here, and I'll read their names. Because at $1 and up, you get a shout-out. Eric Fancher, Jay Colt, Josh W., and hello there. Hello there. About four minutes ago, we got Thank a Patreon, you. a patron name. Hello there. Hello there. So. Thank you. Hello there. Uh, what a weird draw last night, Larson. Yeah, you can say that again. That was that was weird. That was weird. It was an interesting show. Um, some good, some bad. Main event was weird. Main event was really, besides the finish, the main event was great. I didn't mind the finish so much. That was the match that they should have had. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Initially, yes. That is the exact match they should have had at a TLC. TLC. That's the one. Falls yeah, County, TLC. rather than the, the snooze fest they did have. I didn't even mind the finish because it moves on. Yeah, We're true. done with Seth and Dean for now. We yeah. moved on from that. With a very satisfying match. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. Moved on. That's that was, fine. That was, that's, what, yeah. that's what needed to happen. Move on. Just move on. The beginning was chaotic. It was messy, but I kind of enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. I like that. It was all over the place. Yeah. Um, then in between, there was good stuff. Bad stuff. <laughs> I'm and sorry, weird man, stuff. but anytime I'm kind of looking forward to... Uh, Botchamania to see uh, what Matthew does with that Braun promo. Oh, yeah. Because what was that? I mean, at least Braun forgot his lines. There was some weird... Oh, yeah, and then, of course, Hulk Hogan returned. Yeah. Um, In a segment that... I mean, look, man, I, I, I kind of don't... Until he says, hey, I'm sorry for the words I said I was wrong, and not, hey, I'm sorry I got caught... Uh, I'm going to have an issue seeing Hulk Hogan on my TV screen. Agreed. That's just me. I think it's you too. It's a lot of friendos out there. Some friendos don't feel that way. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, But for me personally, kind of that being said, given what we had, I'll put it this way. On a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being really, really bad, like, you know, totally exploitative, and 1 being as uh as respectful as you could be in the in this in this situation i'd give it like a three I'd yeah give it like a three yeah it seemed heartfelt it did he seemed he's he seems just like a kind of a, a sad old man who the only thing he lives for is what he got last night <laughs> you know yeah i mean yeah i it, i'm hard-pressed to give the dude sympathy because you know as much as he's given a wwe he's gained a lot yeah. out of that yeah he's gained yeah. a lot out of that and uh but he, he, you know, it's whenever you just see like an old man who just obviously, look, they you can give him all the money in the world, but if he doesn't have that spotlight, and that spotlight was very publicly taken away from him for a very long time. Yeah, and that's what he probably craves more than anything. Else. That's his lifeblood. Yep. Like you know, I feel like he has had his punishment. But for God, just apologize. We talked about this ages ago in terms of what would it take for it to be cool again with him. And we said that first off, like an interview on the network, like the JBL. Yeah, do the thing. JBL thing. Be contrite. Apologize. Say and I've, show I've, us some understanding. I understand, and 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 I and, and I've 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 learned. Yeah, I've worked to improve myself, but we haven't gotten any of that. No, we haven't gotten any of that. We just we just, they, they WB decided to use that as a cautionary tale for not being. Or for being aware that you're going to be filmed all the time. Yeah, or something you're like in that. The, you're in the which is not the lesson to be gleaned from you're in this. the camera phone era. Um, so any, but that being said, like if you remove that from it, if you can somehow, 
uh, he did seem pretty heartfelt, and he, he was using his shoot voice for a bunch of it, and then he launched into a thing. We'll talk about that in a second. The entire affair was a bit on the weird side, but that whole Raw was just weird. Um, like you said, some good, some bad, some, and a lot of weird. So, yeah. But anyways, let's uh, let's dive right into it. Uh, before we before we get into Raw, uh, yeah, sure. apparently Lacey Evans and EC3 had matches before Raw last night. Initially, it was they said uh, reports were that it was going to be for main event, but apparently that's not the case. Oh, they're just dark matches. Yeah, just to get them in front of they're the crowd. In, they're in Orlando, where NXT is at. Yeah, man. It's like if any any have EC3 debut in Orlando, at least half the audience either see him on NXT. Or an impact. Yeah, that's a good point. That's the loudest pop oh, well, he's going to get. Hold on a second. Impact. Those people are back. They're tourists. They're all back in their homes across the no, country. No, like before they did that. Oh, gotcha. Before it was just tourists at yeah. Universal. No, I feel I feel you totally. If you're ever going to have an opportunity for someone to make a debut and get a good reaction, an NXT call-up, it's in Orlando. I would. I kind of under. I kind of understood it for Lacey Evans. She hasn't been on a takeover, and so I kind of see. Okay, let's put her out there. In front of a big crowd yeah, like this, that I agree. That just to acclimate her. EC3 is a pro. He's been there a million. Like he's he's been in front of the big crowds. He's been in takeovers. He's been you know impact at one time drew decent numbers. Yeah, uh, he, he's a pro. He doesn't need to be doing dark matches. No. And and here's here's the thing, dude. You know why you're so right about that? Is that when we came to, when when they faded up or whatever they did, whenever we we our first shot on Raw, what was the crowd chanting? They were chanting EC3. Oh, I didn't notice. Yeah. yeah. When, when we came on, I was like, because somebody had tweeted at us saying, oh, my God, EC3's here. And I was like, oh, are they going to do something like in the middle of action and EC3 is there and we're getting our call up now? The crowd was chanting EC3 oh, I already. Notice. I didn't notice. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. It's an opportunity to right away put him in a good situation. You can make a star immediately. I know. Immediately. I love how they used to do that, man. How they yeah, used man. to like make really dramatic debuts. Imagine this, an opening segment. And granted, I wasn't fit involved in that six-man tag match. What if EC3 had come out mm-hmm. to yeah. help? Oh, I know. Cena and Seth. I am the That'd been top. massive for him. Top 1%. And we got a huge pop because they're in Orlando. Yeah. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Missed opportunity. That's what WWE seems to be all about these days. Yeah, man. Anyways, uh, it kicked off with uh, Leader of C-Nation. Is that right? Well, no, first, no. We, right, got, brawl, we got Seth and Bobby Lashley brawling backstage. Um, and then uh, they took their brawl to the ramp. Um, there's a brawl all over the place. People trying to break him up. Mm-hmm. Seth jumps off the ramp onto Bobby, and then Bobby like throws him back on the ramp. Eventually, they get it broken up enough for John Cena to come down the ring and uh, drop a promo. He says he doesn't be left out of WrestleMania like he kind of was last year. Kind of. So uh, he's entering the Rumble. Doesn't want to buy one of those tickets, man. They're no, so, so, so I guess he's, gonna, he's got clearance to leave this movie set. For a couple days to go to Phoenix. Yeah. From Vancouver to Phoenix. I think I heard I read that he was filming in Vancouver, so that's not that bad of a flight. Uh, to Phoenix to be in the Rumble. Yeah. That's good, man. That's good. Because he wants to punch his ticket to WrestleMania by winning the Rumble. Out comes Drew. He says, Oh, I'm going to feast my eyes. On you, John Cena. Yeah. People say you're the greatest of all time. Uh, I agree with that. But now I'm coming after you. I've already uh, beat down a bunch of legends here. Then he mentioned Dolph Ziggler. Um, <laughs> yeah. But he did mention Just Kurt Angle. Just ask the shield. The shield. I dismantled them. He said Dolph. And then he mentioned uh, Kurt Angle, said he embarrassed him. And uh, Cena says, uh, come on down. Let's throw down. Cena does. It, somebody needs to throw this back at Cena because Cena's go-to these days is, Every time I come back, you guys say the exact same thing. I've heard it over and over again. What makes you different? Somebody needs to throw that back at Cena. Say every time you come back, (laughs) say the exact same thing. (laughs) Exactly. Try some new material. So Drew said, you know what I loved about this, though, is and it's just it's just a credit to flipping Drew McIntyre, who's just king, top notch. He's He's great. Um, He he I think Drew understood that when you're in there with Cena, you need to be at the top of your game. So there yeah. did seem to be an extra little spark yeah. to to what he was doing. You know, like when he when he shouted at Cena for him to look at him, you know, yeah, look yeah, at yeah. me. Yeah. That seemed improv. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because, oh, Drew was great at that stuff. Because he understood that Cena was going to come back with that, mm-hmm. and he did need to be different. He did need to do something Well, yeah, that's what that Drew said. Out. That's what Drew said. He's like, well, the difference between me and all them is that I'm not all talk. Yeah. And then he starts marching down the ring. Um, they're about to fight, 
out comes Leo Rush and Bobby Lashley. Leo's like, Seth is out of control. Someone needs to stop him. Uh, this Raw is canceled until somebody does something about Seth. Cue Seth running from backstage, laying out Lashley from behind. Mm -hmm. uh, Ambrose teleports from somewhere. He joins in. They're all brawling on the ramp towards the ring. Uh, Finn comes out. So we have uh, six men now involved in this brawl. Uh, he hits a plancha onto everybody. Go to commercial. Come back. We all know what we're getting. Six-man tag match. Correct. And that's what we got. It was long. It was fun. Yeah, no, it was good. I thought I, when I saw this, I was like, oh, this is the kind of fun stuff that we get on SmackDown. Yes. You know? It's like when you when you throw out the term six-man tag match, you don't immediately think, oh, this is great. But if it's done right, and if it's if it's fun, then it's fun, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. And this was fun. And Cena's out there. I like Cena. Yeah. You don't like Cena. And I feel like he got his hair a little bit better this time. He he did what I was doing. Just 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 comb it down. Just find a part. Comb yeah, it down. Yeah, but when he starts wrestling, it starts kind of like sticking up in the in the the thinning. It was way better. It was on SmackDown. And that thinning spot is just there for everybody to see. Yeah, dude. Look, I'm not saying. I'm just saying that if he's going to be going this route, you know, he's the. What, didn't Randy Orton get something done with his hair? Isn't that what you heard? Oh, like the plugs. Or something. Like I don't the, know. Uh, the transplant. Transplant. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. He should call. He should talk to Randy about that. If that Cena, Cena seems like he just doesn't care about. No, that, No, I know he doesn't. That's what. That's, Which, you know, that's one of the things that I love about him. No, same he here. Honestly, he's just out there for everybody to see. He's like, this yeah. is John Cena. I'm like the I most mean, successful person ever. Talk, you know. Well, you're not out there in the in the ring, man. But still, look at that. Oh, I've been able to cover it up. Okay. I just keep my hair short, so it's not as noticeable. Yeah, I can't do that. I need to grow my hair out long again, man. I really don't like the haircut, to be honest with you. Bummer, man. Yeah, it sucks. Anyways. Uh, it sucks. It sucks. <laughs> oh, what Alvarez say about my hair? It sucks. Uh, so Finn hits a coup de grace, um, and then as soon as he pops up to roll, to turn around and go for the pin, Drew just nails him with the claymore. Yeah, that was good. The that timing like on that was perfect. Super short claymore, too. Um, uh, Finnish saw Seth reverse a dirty deeds into a stomp, and he pins Ambrose for the win. Even Ambrose, dude, he had more spring in his step. He did. Like, he was having a bit more fun. I mean, his promo last night wasn't great, but, yeah, everything else seemed like... I like the line about uh, six-man tags aren't my thing. Oh, yeah. Can't trust anybody. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Oh, that, 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 that was, was a bit more fitting into what his character's supposed to be. It was, yeah. Yeah. Um, and as soon as the match ended, <laughs> on the Titantron, we see Triple H with a cup of coffee chatting it up with Sasha and Bailey. This, that was weird. Inst transition instantly. Like a transition. Hard cut. From good stuff to, to weird. weird. What possible motivation? Who Who's sitting in the writer's room and they say, okay, now Seth, we need to get Seth from that match. By the way, Seth was a, Seth, I mean, dude, he's the MVP of WWE. Oh, yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, he was so good in that six-man tag match and that main event was so good. Dude, you can just watch him all day long. Oh, heck yeah. Okay, so here's the pitch. We need to transition. We're done with the six-man tag match. Faces stand tall. They're all in the rumble. Uh, Seth uh, then has to find Triple H to set up the last man standing match. Go. What do we do? How do we get there? Well, that's easy. You have Seth win. He walks backstage looking for Triple H. Triple H is talking to Sasha and Bailey. He, has the, he says, Triple H, you see what he did? No, I was talking. Slap coffee out of hand. Yeah. Get in his face. Proceed as is written. So Seth knows, as do we all, that the McMahons are now in charge. We all kind of know because we've been we've seen on TV before where the people in charge uh, are positioned. Yes. You just go back to what they call the gorilla position. Yes. Which is insider terminology for just the little production area right in front of the the entrance. Yes. They're all there. Uh, McMahon's with his little helmet, his little uh, headphones on, and he's telling people what to say and what to do, and he's micromanaging everything. Yes. Yes. So, like, he knows where Triple H is going to be. Why do we have to see well, him here's the on thing. the Tron? The idea, I get the idea of the Tron. The idea of the Tron is that Triple H isn't paying attention. He isn't watching Seth. So, if he was sitting at Gorilla, he would have to be paying attention. I wish so that instead, Triple H, yeah. He's fraternizing with the wrestlers. Yeah, I wish he would have said, Triple H would have said, Oh, I wasn't paying attention. Were you good? That's what it should have been. Yeah. That's, that's what it should have been. I, I, yeah. I understand in this case they were trying a show don't tell type thing, mm -hmm, yeah. but it just doesn't work. There's some weird omniscient camera operator, <laughs> right? That's what I told like, you. Who's like, okay, let's cut to Triple H talking to Sasha and Bailey backstage. It doesn't make sense logically speaking. So Seth, after the match, like go to commercial, come back. Seth is backstage looking for Triple H. Finds him. He's talking to Sasha and Bailey. So what do you think? Uh, what do you mean? Yeah. 
did you not see the match? No. <laughs> Slap coffee out of him. <laughs> and then proceed as is written. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. That's I fine. just dominated that thing. I just blah, 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 blah. And then fine, you get your match. Yeah. Like that, there's any, but yeah, like you said, there's some weird God figure that's like roll the Tron to show what, like that's not the point of the Tron, man. No, no, no. It's not just to show random, like what, this, some of, some of Raw last night, felt like some sort of weird dream. Like, think about some of the stuff. Like, Seth Rollins, it's like a Seth Rollins, like, it's like Seth Rollins' literal dream. Like, he wakes up, man, I had this dream that we had in a six-man tag match, and then all of a sudden, on the Tron, I see Triple H, and he's not paying attention. He's having coffee with Sasha and Bailey. Yeah. So I go back there. And then later on, Ronda starts talking about some hero of the women's division. I'm like, who is she talking about? He starts talking about Sasha, somebody who hasn't really been relevant in, like, three years. Like that was weird well. She said too. unsung hero. It's so weird. So she was playing her up. I was like, who the hell is she talking about? She oh, said, I knew in advance who it was, so I knew who. Well, she Well, I saw about. the spoiler, but yeah, I was yeah. like, is she seriously talking about Sasha right now? I am so confused. Instead of unsung, I mean, I guess it's kind of not exactly completely synonymous, but instead of unsung hero, she has been underutilized. Something yeah, like that. but man, yeah. she was boosting her bona fides like she. Yeah, was, she's you know, really putting her over. That was really weird. Anyway, so uh, Seth goes backstage. Hits coffee from Triple H's hand. Says he wants a match with Dean tonight for the Intercontinental title. Triple mm-hmm. H says, all right, fine, you got it. But it's false count anywhere. Mm-hmm. And Seth seems into that. Uh, next, quick shot of Hogan backstage walking towards gorilla position. And, of course, he had on a very, very sort of, you know, uh, uh, very fitting, very appropriate to the situation. A nice black suit. Yeah, his, a shirt that said Mean Genomania. His black do-rag. Mean Genomania. Yeah, dude. He was just as red and yellow as he But he wasn't wearing be. his own merch, at least. Yeah, there was that. I kind of wonder if that was just a misstep on WWE's part, putting that out on Twitter. You know? Like, dude, we know we can get his merchandise. We, we understand that. Yeah. Because that just was tacky. It was tacky. But you're right. He wasn't wearing his merch. So that's good. Um, so uh, we cut the commercial. Come back. Uh, 10 bell salute for Mean Gene. That was nice. That was. Um, and then Hogan came to the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he did like he did. I think the only line he said is, uh, let me tell you something mean, Gene. Oh, the beginning. You know, he said, well, let me tell you something, brother. Yeah. And then he dropped the, the, the kayfabe yeah. voice and said, you know, I came out here. Took off his sunglasses. Yeah. I came out here in character because that's what mean Gene would have wanted. Mean Gene was an entertainer. He had nothing he loved more than entertaining all of you. Mm-hmm. So let's take a look at his career. Essentially. Yeah. And there was a really good mean Gene retrospective. Oh, it was really it was great. good. It was really good. I thought, it, no, like I said earlier. I thought he did come off as heartfelt. He did the weight of the moment. I think of him being out there also really sort of was emotional for him. Just you probably know, how much he messed up and how much he lost. Uh, again, it'd be nice to hear that vocalized from him, but whatever, I'm not going to harp on it too much. Um, so yeah, it was a really, really nice mean gene retrospective. And honestly, man, tell me this didn't, I sort of mentioned this yesterday. I forget if it was on camera or off camera. I think it was on camera. But, like, how much does that just make you miss the personality aspect of that role? Oh, immensely. The the backstage interviewer. Immensely. Like, he was obviously so, such one of the characters. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing everybody said. And I mean, you and I have both said that in terms of, like, he was the voice of wrestling for our childhood. Yeah. But he was just, I mean, you know. Mean Gene was right up there with Hogan, yeah, Andre, yeah. Piper, all those guys. I mean, he was just yeah, involved. Part. Yeah, just involved in, in in fleshing out the characters, not just of the wrestlers, but himself and other you know uh, announcers and such. Yeah, you know, we don't see skits and vignettes mm-hmm. these days with announcers or, or interviewers in them like we had that stuff with him and Heenan. Like the last thing I now. can kind of think of with that was like Jr. and Stone Cold. Like, they really acknowledged their friendship, and then yeah, Tim Ross yeah, would yeah, get yeah. involved and stuff. And it wasn't nearly to the degree that we saw with Mean Gene. Uh, but, man, it would be so nice. They just seem to be grooming. Like, we, the funny thing is we've seen stuff with, for example, Mike Rome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On, with Jericho. Uh, with Jericho, and even just on their dot-coms. Like, he had some storyline on, like, their YouTube channel where he has, like, a crush on Alexa Bliss. and like, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And that's really cute stuff. Yeah. And I, re- I wish they would bring more of that on, like, the straight-up TV. Yeah. And then and do that for all their personalities. Like, mm-hmm. find people mm-hmm. with personality, mm-hmm. you know? Now, these days, the interviewers ask questions and then just hold the microphone in front of the Like, I feel like much. NXT UK might do that. Because they, they sort of, they start to broach that a little bit with, uh, what's his name? Rat, Razdi? Something. Yeah, Radzi? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Radzi? I yeah, don't know. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, I feel like they, they're trying to broach that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he's him. got a bit more personality. Than, he does. Than that dude's like, he's like a little ball of charisma. Yeah, he is. He just, man, he's got a very unique look, and he's just, yeah, you can tell there's more going on there. Um, so the retrospective ended. Uh, Hogan then dropped the promo, and he put his kayfabe voice back on and says, well, let me tell you something, Mean Gene. Um, you're up there uh, with the Angels and uh, mentioned the tag match between Macho Man and the Warrior that versus... That felt a bit improv, didn't it? It could have been. I think so, because I, I, I honestly think he was sort of grabbing at a little bit more time than he had mm. because he was like, you guys want to hear some more? Because I think people were, people were chanting Mean Gene, and then he got the feeling that they wanted to see a little bit more Hogan. And uh, he said, he pointed at a guy in a Hulkamania shirt, apparently. He said... You, you wearing the Hulkamaniac shirt, brother. What do you want to see? Yeah. And then it felt it felt improv yeah, maybe. what he said. Maybe. And it was it was pretty charming. It was pretty yeah. cute. He was talking about like all the dead wrestlers up there in heaven. So it was uh, Macho Man and Warrior versus Piper and Mr. Perfect. Yeah, he was Andre, talking about, a special guest ref. He's talking about Mean Gene lifting weights, getting swole. He yeah. says, but the only people you can hit on are May Young and Oh Mula. And Mula. I don't know. It was pretty it was it was pretty cute. You know. Still like an apology. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> After that, we had uh, a lumberjack match: Rude and Gable versus the Revival. Uh, obviously, we all saw it on their trunks. Hashtag FTR. That was pretty interesting. What do you think that means, man? It's forever the Revival when they put it on their stuff. It's what? Forever the Revival. That's that's they put that on Twitter. Uh, yeah, but you know, then the Young Bucks sort of commandeered uh, yeah. it. Well, no, I think I think to be I think, F the revival. I think revival commandeered it after the Young Bucks started doing F the revival. Okay, so did that, the Young Bucks do it first? I believe so. <laughs> okay, I yeah, I don't know, man. I think that was a, that was a. I don't know the exact timeline is. That was an SOS right there. That's what they should have on their pants. Yeah, SOS. I know. I know. No, I should that have was, that AEW a, on their trunk. <laughs> I think that's basically what they did. I think that's basically what they did. So they had a promo. Scott Dawson is like one of the best voices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he like does. how he carries yeah. himself is great. He's walking down the ring and kind of all. He's so like old school Southern. Yeah, you no. know. Yeah, it's great. Um, so I don't. I really don't understand why this is a lumberjack match in terms of determining the right person getting pinned. Um, like I said yesterday, I think to make the tornado tag match, so whoever's pinned is a legal man. Yeah, he avoids any confusion in that respect, at least. Yeah, and um, again, and here's the thing: again, the lumberjacks they they were able to affect this match in the end. Nothing in no way because it was again just lousy refereeing. Yeah, why do they just get stuck with lousy refs? I know this is twice now. The lumberjacks aren't going to help that. No, although uh, they wanted to. Although Connor and Victor from the Ascension tried to point out the obvious yeah. injustice as it was yeah, happening, Victor, Victor especially, or no, uh, yeah, Connor, Victor. Connor, well, Rick, and, both of them, both yeah. of them were there, yeah, and they were both, hey, foot them up anyway. So Dawson rolls up Gable, uh, Bob Roode's on the outside. Well, I don't know why the Lumberjacks didn't throw him back in. Um, I guess he wasn't the legal man, um, and he pushes Dawson over. So Gable now has the roll up. Um, Dawson gets his foot on the rope. Ref doesn't see it. He gets pinned. And, of course, understandably, he's upset, saying, hey, my foot was on the rope ref. Pay attention. Hell of a match, though. I do appreciate it. I don't know if they're just sort of giving them more time or, like, directing them, hey, do some really cool tag team stuff. I kind of feel like, because, and granted, two matches isn't a huge sample size, but this, or the last couple Revival Rude Gable matches, and then Seth busted out a couple new things. Yeah, he did. That little short moonsault off yeah. the, the, the second turnbuckle. Yeah. I hadn't seen him do that in a while. No, it, it, it feels like things are being freed up a little bit. In a terms little of bit, yeah. Here and there. Next up, we had an Elias promo, uh, and he declared uh, that he is in the Rumble. Correct. Yeah. Uh, and then he was about to do some singing, but he was interrupted by, hey. Ooh. God, Baron had a line here that made me laugh. I forget what it was, but it made me laugh. Anyways, he was interrupted by Baron Corbin. He said, I'm in the Rumble, too. I'm going to accept the difference is I'm going to win Rumble. And you're not going to win Rumble. And then I'm going to go to WrestleMania. Yeah. WrestleMania. Yeah. 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 
The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Uh, and then, of course, that... Uh, led to a match. Led to a as match. advertised. Yeah. Um, finish saw Baron push Elias towards the ref. Elias whoa, put on the brakes. Whoa. Turns around, eats a punch, gets thrown to the ring post. Dong. Baron and wins with end of days. It's an end of days, yeah. yeah, man. So Baron Baron is best. Yeah. So then Dean Ambrose has his promo. Um and they had yeah, a six man six man tag match line was kind of funny. But Wasn't huge on that. Don't yeah. trust anybody. Don't trust anybody. Can't rely, kind of say, can't rely on those other guys. But uh yeah. I'm not sure he's still entirely hitting the, the marks as he should. Well, there's still not a whole lot of motivation. No, there. there's not. Like I'm not sure why he refers to Seth Rollins as like a Unhinged maniac or whatever. And why he refers to himself as a moral compass. I still don't understand that exactly. Yeah. I don't really. There was, that was wonky. All right. Then there's this Braun promo thing. This is holy. So he walks down oh the ring, God, grabs the mic, so bad. and then instantly hands it back to the ring announcer and takes off his shirt. He yeah. just wants to fight. That's yeah, the implication. Yeah, yeah. But no, like, on the mic or otherwise, Brock, get down here. Right. Nothing. Is this yeah. a situation where they, they literally gave him the script for this right before he came out? So, I think I. So here's the thing: Raw last night did come off like they're trying. They're they just don't really know. They, yeah, they, they don't really know what to no, do. No, they don't. They don't. But do they are all. trying. So I can I can honestly give them effort points because I feel like they're kind of trying. Um, and maybe that was the case. Maybe it was a matter of you're going out there. Here, you're about to go out now. Here's your script. I I learned the other script. No, this is your script now. This is script now. Yeah, this is script now. Maybe that's the case. Be it's like you're not. He's not out there. And then I feel like one. Yeah, dude, it was, it was bad. But even just the start of it, where he walks out, grabs a mic, and does nah, mic back, shirt off. But at least talking to Mike's like, I don't want to talk. Let's fight. Brock it out here. Yeah. Without saying something, it just seemed awkward. Yeah. And so Heyman and Brock show up on the Titan Tron. Uh, Heyman's talking, and then they go to a split-screen shot. And rather than Strowman looking at the Titantron, yeah. he stares at the camera in front of him. Yeah, bad move. He's not supposed to be listening or talking to us. He's supposed to be responding to Heyman. Right. Now, I understand why Heyman and Brock are staring at camera, because that camera is going to be is the perspective that Braun's going to see on the Titantron. They wouldn't so he be, should yeah, be they're looking not looking at, at a monitor or anything. No, no yeah. they should be looking at camera. Braun should be looking at the Tron, not the camera. I mean, I get, look. This isn't a, a, a double sit-down interview. I agree. Plain devil's advocate. And I've already said this segment was hilariously bad because it was funny. I was laughing, dude. I was laughing. Playing devil's advocate. Braun understands, and we all understand TV production. If you want to address them face-to-face, you look at the camera. I can, I can see the logic in that. Just playing devil's advocate. I agree with you. It was wonky. It looked weird. I kind of understand that. Um, the rest of it, the actual interaction was so bizarrely awkward. <laughs> it was only uh, amplified because it was split screen. If you cut back and forth, at least half that awkwardness in the stumbles, you could hide Yeah, true. with cutting. Yeah. But there was all sorts of awkward pauses in that one part where Braun obviously forgot his line, so he was mouthing words to himself <laughs> and almost nodded when he found his place. Yeah. I mean, it's incredibly hard, I'd imagine, to go oh, out there dude, it's and try so to difficult. memorize lines and then do it, you know, like recite them effectively as if you're, you know, or give a performance based on them, especially when you probably got them five minutes ago. Yeah, no, dude. It's it is, tough. Uh, it is. It, but we're, we're talking about what we were given last night. Yes, yes. <laughs> that's what we do. I understand it's tough, man. That's got to be the hard. That's got to be harder than a match mm-hmm. is going out there and memorizing these lines you just got the script for. Yeah. And especially if you're in this awkward position of like you're staring at a camera and he's not getting any response from them. 
Like they're just sitting there. They're just standing there. Brock has like a weird smile on his face. And like Braun's saying things like, hey, be-. number one, I hate the term beastie boy. It's so, yeah, it's I know. so cringy. I know. Hey, beastie boy, you, you don't, <clears throat> you're hiding behind your advocate. Why don't you come and get these hands? And then Paul Heyman says, you're standing in front of me. He's yeah, not, I know. He's not hiding. I know. And then Braun says something like, he says, what does your advocate's line? ass get jealous of his mouth? Because all the crap that comes out of the Because all I hear is blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, when I go dookie, it doesn't say blah, blah, blah. It goes yeah. like that. That would have actually been funny if he got in the mic and said that line, but then follow, all I hear is because fart sounds are funny. They are. Um, so, and that was a terrible line. <laughs> Brock laughed at that. I don't know if that was like laughing at how well, bad it was. Well, there was a spot t- time too where Heyman was done talking. The camera kind of <laughs> panned over to Brock and took a, c- a couple steps closer. Like he was going to say something. He just did this. Yeah. <laughs> and then at some point he was, because he was, he was doing this. He was, Brock was sort of looking up, like obviously listening for if, what Braun was saying. And then he said, is that it? That's all he's got? That's all he got. <laughs> That's all he got. <laughs> and then Braun waited about five seconds, started moving his lips, not in agreement with himself that he found his words, started talking some more. <laughs> and then and then Brock was like, all right, well, let's go out. Let's let's just go out there. And Heyman was like, no, let's yeah. go this way. We're going to leave. And then he's like, no, let's go. He's like, yeah, I got paid probably a million dollars to do this. I might as well go out and earn my paycheck. So he goes out to the ring. And Heyman's like, no, we're going to go out this way, right? And then Brock says, no, we'll go out to the ring. Yeah. So he walks down the ring. He walks to the, the right to where the ring is, does a lap around, then walks back up the ramp. Mm-hmm. Not a good segment. Yeah. Not a good segment at all. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, it's not looking, that, that injury, none of it's looking good for Braun. I no. have zero. You know, they could have booked this in a way. That would have had me kind of believing, like even you know, we we pay attention to the to the rumors on these internet and the dirt sheets, looking at like Seth versus Brock for the Universal Title mm-hmm. at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. We understand that, but there's totally a way that they could have booked this build to make me question that stuff that I read online, which half the time is fake, anyways. Yeah, um, they could have booked this to make me think, man, they they might be rolling with Braun here. They might actually go with Braun at the Rumble. But, ooh, no, not no. even close. No. You don't do a promo like this thinking that dude's going to win. No. No. So, but it, it, I was laughing. I was dying laughing. Anyways, yeah, Brock heads up to the ring. And then turns around and walks, back, walks yeah, away. Yeah, he walks away. Uh, next, we get a Jinder Mahal promo along with Alicia Fox. Oh, that was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. Alicia Fox is pretty funny. So Jinder was trying to be calm. She was trying to relax. And like she was, then he like passed the mic over to her to do the, to lead the Shanti and she's yeah. just terrible at it. Yeah. And she starts getting excited and then she gets uh, way Ginger's like, hold on, stop. And then he starts talking trash to people in the audience. You next to that fat guy. <laughs> oh, it sucks, man. In like 20 years, you're not going to be able to call people fat. <laughs> so I'm enjoying it while I can. <laughs> um, so, uh, and then he said, you, that guy with the beard. no, no, next to your boyfriend or whatever. It was a lady that yeah. he was talking to. Yeah, she, she was it laughing. Cut to her. She's dying laughing. I know. That was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. I could listen to Ginger talk crap all day yeah, long. That was, that was good. funny stuff. Uh, <laughs> I was just stunned. I'm like, you don't really hear him throwing around like, hey, you're fat anymore. You know? <laughs> he said, you, you fat guy. Oh, man. Uh, See, I can say that because I'm fat and I'm happy with it. Uh, next up, Apollo Cruz and, and Ember Moon, Moon so, taking yeah. on Jinder Mahal and Alicia Fox. I like that they're still doing these mixed tag matches. Yeah, oh, this is cool. And it's an opportunity to get uh, Apollo Cruz on TV to show off his immense talents. Uh, it's like a end, five minute match, though. Yeah, no. In the end, Ember, Ember Moon hits an eclipse on Alicia Fox. She gets the win. Alicia knows how to sell that eclipse. Oh, I know. It's great. I swear they have like a contest backstage or something. Who can sell that thing? Sort of like Stone Cold and the Stunner. Yeah, I know. It was the same thing. Yeah. People want to want to try new ways to sell the stunner to make yeah. it look fun and or ridiculous. Um, after that, we got a moment of bliss with Ronda Rousey. Um, again, yeah, what you, would you think about this? Kind of weird overall. Like, I know Alexa Bliss has some mic skills. Yeah, but then it it's like either she does a really good job, or we get Bailey. This is your life. 
Mm-hmm. And granted, the writing for that was awful. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, it started out okay, and then there was an awkward bit where she's like, where's my coffee? And I know it was supposed to be humorous, but it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. I mean, it was, I don't know. It didn't It didn't really bug me. Some of the stuff Naya was doing actually kind of made me laugh. There was, it, it was, it, yeah, I agree. Because when she came out, <laughs> with the puke noises, that was funny. That's always funny. Puke noises are funny. But I feel like, I don't, I don't know if this, this is her going off script, but like she doesn't know when to back off. Yeah. Verbally speaking. Yeah. Like towards the end, especially when, when uh, Sasha you know, says drop the B word on yeah, it. Yeah. B what line? Let's go to the ring and settle it. I love that bit, but you're right. And then Naya, Naya chimes in with something. I'm like, why do you yeah. have to say anything? I'm 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 the bitch, not a I'm the not, B, I'm not, not a, a B. B. Yeah. It's like why that doesn't add anything to it. Anything. It really didn't. It really didn't. And then So there was like Sasha was really good in this in this segment. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um so Alexa brings out Rhonda uh, Rhonda says, uh, essentially, I, I, I want to be a champion everybody can be proud of, so I want to I want to uh, have my next match against someone who's more athletic than Charlotte, is more of a Cinderella story than Becky Lynch, yeah. the unsung hero of the Raw Women's Division, Sasha yeah. Banks. And Alexa goes, Sasha, I thought you were talking about me. Yeah, that was a good bit. And then that's when, bleh, <laughs> now he comes from backstage, bleh, yeah. um, making barf noises because she was disgusted by what she heard mm-hmm. and she said well what about me Rhonda? seth got a rematch tonight why don't i get a rematch tonight yeah and that's when sasha comes out they she gets in naya's face well first she says you know Rhonda, be an honor to uh to challenge you for the title and then at royal rebel you can finally learn how to lose gracefully mm-hmm. yeah yeah and then naya gets in her face she says i am 300.5 ounces yeah <laughs> So she's still, hey, you know what, though? She's a little bit better. She's a little bit better. She's trying. Because that's only 18 pounds. Yeah. Um, yeah, She meant 300 pounds, five ounces. Yeah. But whatever. She's she's learning still. Yeah. She's learning still. And then she says, you know, hey, the line starts here. Sasha says, B, what line? Yeah. That was good. That was really a pitch for line. That was really good. (laughs) Because it was so shocking. I was like, whoa, that was was like a hard, that was a hard B right there. (laughs) That wasn't like a son of a B. That was a hard B. Um, And then uh, challenges Nia to a match. She just walks on. She just walks down the ring. Yeah, she just walks down the ring. She says, like, let's just get this out of the way. Let's do this. Winner gets Rondo at the Rumble. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then go to commercial, cut back. Uh, Bailey and Tamina are down there ringside. Mm -hmm. They kind of get involved a little bit. There's that one spot where Naya does a military press slam on Sasha and toss her on that uh the uh the ring case. Yeah, that was cool. That was rough. Um, and then Sasha beat the ten count back into the ring. There was that weird uh oh the Hoon and Kanrana off the apron. I kind of feel like Naya's supposed to fall off. She the apron. was either supposed to hit the apron really hard, or yeah, she was supposed to fall off. But she just sort of like it just looked worse for Sasha. Yeah, and I mean Graves covered for it on commentary. Um, Try to say that her. her she got sent face first into the apron. Yeah, something but, felt like something else was supposed to happen there. Yeah, I yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if. if but it was. I thought it was an inventive spot. Like if they can yeah. get it right, it'd be yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. It'd be like, whoa, that was neat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, they actually gave this match to plenty of time. Mm-hmm. And here, I mean, I actually kind of like the uh, when I think about it, I like the moment of bliss segment because it was, it was something you would usually see in the men's division. And because this is the same kind of outlet yeah, like yeah, a Ms. Yeah, yeah. TV, but yeah. for Alexa Bliss. I mean, this, this is the first first time deal. I thought it was fine. I, it wasn't like, awful. It was. It was. There was some weirdness to it. There was some wonky Nia Jax performance, but otherwise, I thought it was. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. And I mean, the Sasha stuff was kind of. Yeah, the like, Sasha was stuff was good. Yeah. Well, when Ronda was talking her up, that still confused me. But I thought she was good. I just thought it was it was a different way to set something up. That you would typically look if they do this poorly in the men's division, they should do it poorly in the women's division too. Honestly, the only like, thing that bugged me, the, same the thing. only thing that bugged me about it was the coffee bit. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it was, yeah. It was just out of nowhere. Yeah. It's like we've never seen Alexa Bliss drink coffee before. <laughs> yeah. Why is now in the middle of her lack, talk show an appropriate con- time yeah. to to have a vente? Shouldn't that be on latte her to do that before yeah. the show? Yeah. 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 No, I feel you. That didn't really. That <clears throat> didn't bug me that much. I was just confused by Ronda like really playing up Sasha. No, this this whole segment reminded me of an old. Don't get me wrong, I love Sasha. I think she's great. Oh yeah, um, this reminded me of a, a a segment from the '80s, which is I think kind of why I liked it a little bit. Yeah, I, I appreciate that aspect. Yeah, of it. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Or it was, it was by and large just that one camera shot. Yeah, right. Yeah. Even though it was on the ramp. And there was just a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. I was like, that's that's one way to get everybody involved. Just throw them all out there. Yeah. And have them talk to each so other. So it's, it's like a lot of raw. There's some aspects of the segment that worked, some that didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was actually kind of surprised they minimized Alexa's involvement beyond just introducing the segment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, anyways, Sasha versus Naya. Uh, Naya thought she had it one, hitting a slow and drop. Sasha gets her feet on the rope, foot on the rope. And in the end, Nia taps out to the bank statement. Clean. Yeah, that was good. That was a good. Moving on from Nia and Ronda. I think Sasha, Ronda should be a fun match at the Rumble. I'm I'm glad that Sasha's getting a title match. Same. Um, I mean, she's obviously going to lose it. Yeah. But it should be one of the better Ronda Rousey matches Mm -hmm. that that we'll get for Mm -hmm. a while. I mean, it'll be at least on par with that Natalia match she had on Raw. Oh, yeah. Um, so that should be good. And depending on how far they, they let them go, it could be on par with her match against Charlotte. I think so. I think so. Um, yeah, no, I love, I love Sasha. I think she's great. I mm-hmm. think she's absolutely great. I, and I, I think that she's been one of the more wasted talents. Yeah. In she's the been really un- underutilized. Yeah. She's been super underutilized. Um, I hope they get those tag title. I hope they make the, a big deal about the tag titles. Yes. And I really, those tag titles are going to be above brand, right? I would hope so. I would think they are. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'd love because I'd love to see Sasha and Bailey going to a bunch of different brands, including NXT. Yes, It'd be fantastic. Yes. Uh, moving um, on. Then we had our main event. event. Yeah. Um, Seth comes out. For, or sorry, Dean comes out first. Seth attacks him before he makes it to the ring, walking down the ramp. So they brawl. Um, is this when Seth does the, or just, did Seth do the little moonsault deal in the in the opening match? I feel like he did it here. I'm probably here. I honestly don't remember. I don't remember either. Anyways, that was cool. Someone pointed out in Super Chat that it's like a golden triangle like Kota Ibushi's moonsault. Which yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so they end up fighting uh, around the ringside area. They go that back. Was on, that was in the six man. Okay. It was in the six yeah, man. Yeah, because I felt like he took out more than one person. He did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, they fight backstage. Uh, Seth tries to uh, smash Ambrose between a road case and some metal stuff. Dean gets out of the way. They they go up and brawl on another road case. Seth tries to powerbomb instead. He gets his face smashed into it. Mm-hmm. Um, they brawl all backstage. They make it back out towards the stands. They're brawling in the stands. Um, Seth jumps off something, of course, onto Dean. Uh, eventually, they make it back towards the ringside area. Dean pulls back the padding ringside and exposing the concrete. He goes for a dirty D's just like the night he turned on Seth. Instead, Seth reverses it into a backdrop. Um, back in the ring, Seth hits the superplex. I didn't think Dean sold that spot that very well. He was right back up pretty quick. Yeah, like sell that. You're supposed to be that's supposed to be bone and flesh on concrete. No, yeah, yeah. But he just like got right back up and rolled back into the ring. Yeah, he's kind of staggering around a little yeah, bit. Yeah, no, I feel that. I feel like they're taking advantage. Like they're they're sort of taking the concrete for granted these days. I know because they do it. Like they do it, especially in NXT. They do it a bunch. Well, Gargano yeah. and Ciampa. Yeah, yeah, seem to do it every match. Um, so back in the ring, Seth hits the superplex and then falls up with a buckle bomb instead of a falcon arrow. Super kick and stomp, goes for the cover, and then he's pulled out of the ring by Bobby Lashley. Did you mention the uh, uh, being put through the announcer's table? No, it happened during commercial. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they showed it, but yeah, yeah. there was a, power, a body slam on the announcer's announce table. That announce table just crumbled. That was great. Yeah. That was a really effective spot yeah. during commercial. During commercial, I know. So then uh, Lashley starts beating up Seth all, all around the ring side, drove him to the barricade a couple times, back of the ring, hits the finisher, follows up with a spear, and then Dean crawls over, drapes one arm over Seth, gets the cover and the win, and then uh, Lashley muscled up Seth and just put him right through a table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So imagine we'll have some uh, feud between Lashley and Seth leading up to the Rumble, mm-hmm. probably a spot at the Rumble, and then between the two of them, and then a match afterwards. After Seth wins the Rumble. This should probably be the main event for the go-home for the Rumble, I would think. Because, I mean, they're making kind of a big deal about it. I like that they're making Lashley and Leo Rush much less comedic and more just of a... Menacing. Again, that his new shirt, though. What are they doing over there (laughs) in their design? They're not really doing anything good. It's not good, man. It's not good. None of it's good. Can we move to Stanford and take over their merch division? Sure. Let's hire some cool artists, man. That's what they got to do. I know. Outsource, outsource, outsource. Whoever does the Seth's merch for his wrestling school, yep. hire the guy that does Pete Dunn's stuff. Yeah. There you go. Done. 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 
Yeah, man. Then everybody's going to have great-looking merch. You know who they should be going after? Not Kenny Omega. They should be going after whoever does the Elite's merchandise. Those little animal ones. Oh, those are good-looking <laughs> uh, look illustrations, great. yeah. Hire away. Why don't they try to poach some graphic design talent from New Japan? There you go. How about that? Yeah, they got great-looking shirts for the yeah, most part. great-looking shirts. Yeah. Whoever came up with the Bullet Club design logo, poach that guy. There you go. Bring him into the fold. There you go. It's all in all, some good, some bad, some weird. Typical episode of Raw in that respect. Yeah, pretty much. A lot of weird, though. But yeah. there was good. There was good, too. Yeah. So I'm not going to crap over And that. Seth is really uh, taking this opportunity to kind of provide some edge to his character to really run with it. Yeah, he's growing out the beard, too. Mm-hmm. It's getting The beard is getting longer. Mm-hmm. It's getting fluffier. It looks a little more edgy, like you said. Um, and yeah, really like the MVP of the show, man. Mm-hmm. Like he killed it during that six, man. There's just so much intensity there. You can yes. tell now. Yes. So, and yes. you could tell. Both Seth and Dean, they wanted to make up for that TLC match. Yeah. You can tell. Yeah. Wow, that was great. All right. Super Chat Times. Joe Juarez. Hey, girlfriends. Last night was something else. Alabama got wrecked so hard I found it funny. The Alabama lost to Clemson. Bad. I heard about that. Bad. Yeah. I cared about college football. I End of the Alabama dynasty, yes or no? I'd feel so. I don't know. Who's their coach? Nick Saban. It's still Nick Saban? Yeah. That guy, he's like a... He, they go to the national championship every year, so yeah. no, dynasty, not dead. Yeah. They'll be, they'll be there again next year. Okay. Probably against Clemson. Cool. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. Brandon Garza. Are we not talking about Seth Golden Triangle? We, we did. We did. We did. Sammy Garcia, thank you, Larson, for the Survivor Series 98 recommendation on Sunday. No problem. Best pay-per-view ever. Could be. Uh, Josh Little, are you ready for the All Elite Wrestling announcement later today? Yeah, we're going to be doing a, a reaction live stream. Oh, we should have mentioned that at the head of the show. We're yeah. mentioning it now. <laughs> it starts at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. Yeah. So we'll either just do it in front of Steve's desk. We'll just... Watch it and talk about it while it's happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because we're also going to stream We Book Raw today. Yes. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I'm moving over to the Discord. You can get access to the amazing Going In Raw Discord for a dollar on the Patreon. Um, Jimmy Thomas, kayfabe reason. Kayfabe reason. Mm-hmm. Why during a feud we don't see more run-ins from behind Dean that was one wonky thing though during that main event Dean came out first even though he was the champion yeah and set just so that Seth could attack him from behind he did he hit the breakout button. yes he did kayfabe is because they, they've locked down gorilla a lot more they yeah. locked down the gorilla position they have more local enhancement talent uh Alex C pick two NXT men and women for the rumble 
Sorry, let's say again. NXT men and two NXT men and two NXT women for the Rumble. Cassius Ono has to be in the mm-hmm. Rumble. He has to be in the Rumble. That guy uh, needs a main Cassius roster. Cassius Ono and Matt Riddle. Oh, that's good. That way you have them out there and they're together and you, they can eliminate each other and add to their feud in NXT. I love it. I think that's great. And two women? Yeah. Bianca Belair. Good. And Io Shirai. Okay. That's good too. I was going to say Shane. I think Shane would be good. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Diddly Doodler, would you like to see a return of matches with time limits? After homecoming, I remember John Morrison versus some jobber in a 15 minutes of fame match, which had a 15 minute time limit. And I think uh, it ran out in the jobber. If it ran out, the jobber won. Uh, I like uh, you're always a big fan of the beat the clock challenge. Yeah, that's what I want to see come back. Yes. Um, KJ, if the Royal Rumble was a shoot, who would win? So Brock's not that's in the Rumble. A t- that's a tough thing, man. So, number one, if it's a shoot, how many people are still in the ring by the time number 30 comes out? Would it be the same as, like, a normal Rumble? Would it be a lot more, a lot less? It'd probably be a lot more. You think so? Because there'd be a lot of awkward fighting. Yeah. Unless Dan Severn was in it, then he'd eliminate everybody. So, I think the closest comparison would be uh, group UFC, group MMA. Yeah, yeah. Remember we watched, it was, like, from Russia or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it was, like, six guys versus six guys. (laughs) And it was, like... Legit MMA fighting, but in but tornado style mm-hmm. in group form. Mm-hmm. What is that? That was and it was amazing too because it was done in like three minutes. Because as soon as one guy's down, your team is done. Because then it's double team, double team, double team, double team. Yeah, or it goes to double team, triple team, quadruple yeah, team. Yeah, 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 man, that's good. Uh, all right, we need an answer though. To what now? Who oh, would, who Lashley. Would, who would Lashley. shoot win? He's got tons of MMA experience. Yeah, Lashley. Lashley, that'd but be my I pick. I kind of feel like it depends on where you enter. Oh, it still does, yeah. Like big time. Uh, Steve is undisputed. What time is the Itchtway stream? Uh, to be decided. Are we, I don't know if we can get all our prep work done in advance of the AEW thing. It would probably be advantageous to do it before. I would think probably noon thirty, yeah, like twelve thirty. That would be a wise choice. I just have to cut the Seth promo really quick. Yeah, I got, I got the other one cut. Okay, so. cool. Uh, Jason Dwyer, power rank five superstars that could legit take Brock. Matt Riddle. Yeah, he seems to. He seems to think he could. Oh, Matt Riddle could win the, the shoot legit. rumble. Yeah. Oh yeah, he totally. Oh yeah, he totally could because he's all like wiry and stuff. Yeah. Who could shoot beat Brock? Well, we know Braun can't. No. What was Lashley's punching power like in Strike Force? Don't know. Because that'd be the thing. That's Brock's kind of weakness is that, he's in that weak he, he doesn't have that great of a jaw. Yeah. So you need someone with some punching and or kicking power. Alistair Black. No, I'd say Lashley probably. I mean, that's as good as Anthony. Riddle and Lashley, yeah. yeah. Maybe. Um, Alex Foster, if you guys had managers... Who instead of building you up, constantly made fun of you, which wrestler manager would you choose? That'd be a terrible managing skills, though. Yeah. It's just a guy walking around, like, making fun of me? It'd be John Cena. I'd constantly have cry face. I'd be like, look at that guy. He looks like me, but fat. <laughs> I'd be like, why would you say that, John? I'm trying. You're supposed to be my advocate. I just have a weakness for sweets. Who would be your manager to make fun of you? That's a tough one. I mean, you can't go wrong with Heyman. He's probably got some good wise. Yeah, picks. yeah, yeah. I suppose Heyman's good. Uh, best friendo Greg Morris, Rudin Gable pinned Drake to get the titles. Then they beat top guys with back-to-back fluke wins. What's the end game with the stories? Oh, I hope it's heels. I hope it's it's. I I think Rudin Gable. Could be terrific, uh, a terrific heel tag team. Yeah, I think so. I think it would like break them through, like the New Day, you know? Yeah. Like when they went heel, it was like, oh man, all bets are off. They can just show who they are. Yeah. If you give Rude and Gable that sort of, because you know, number one, you know that Rude is a terrific heel. And Gable has that face that's so like, just screams to be arrogant, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's another wise guy. Hey, wise guy. Uh, Wolfpack for life. If you were hired to be a person in the background, how would you react to the following situation? So I guess at wrestling, 
like a wrestling show because there's some people in the background during the uh, Falls Count Anywhere match. Um, first situation, a superstar walking down the hallway. How would you respond? I would just look at them. I do that. Yeah, you yeah, nod. nod to them. Yeah. A pleasant nod. Like there's that one uh video that that video footage from my wedding when you gave a very polite smile, but it was a very fake one too. Like they walk by and you go like this. I didn't point, but I did that. Yeah. Uh, no way Jose dancing with a conga line. I'd get in the conga line. Yeah, you gotta join dancing. in. Yeah. You join in. A fight yeah. breaks out. I mean, I guess you you're supposed to start you're supposed to break it up. Well, that's only if you work in some sort of official capacity with WWE. Yeah. If you're just some bystander, uh, as, I mean, as background. You, 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 you get this out. There you, you start go. You, you there you go. World star. There you go. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> world star. Exactly. Uh, and finally, Vince Hunter, Shane, Stephanie getting out of a limo. I go up and hand, start clapping. Yeah. Hand my resume. Magnifique. I'd hand him a script. There you go. <laughs> Here's a script for a WWE Studios film. WWE Studios film. Ted Fugati, how disappointing was it not to have one single NXT call up on Raw in Orlando? Yeah, that was, that was a missed make opportunity. Any sense. Missed opportunity. Uh, Mr. Lipkin Prime, make a Survivor Series team to face Kevin Owens in the Undisputed Era. What's the elimination order and who goes over? Survivor Series team. So we get Owens in Undisputed Era <sighs> against team. whom? Whom? Uh, I would say uh, the Daniel other, Bryan, other Ring of Honor alum. So like Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, Seth Rollins, Sami Zayn. I guess Sami Zayn. Need one more. Unamas. Joe. Oh, and Joe. Perfect. There you go. Uh, the since the six inch Cyclops. What would be the most impactful way for Bray to return, man? I really don't want him to come back in the Royal Rumble unless he's going to win it. Just seems like a waste. Obviously, you want to go with him as Beefy Dub, like we did in Stephen Larson Book Raw. Like the view count on this video will probably be around twenty thousand, right? Plus, we've got like uh, ten, fifteen thousand people listening on the audio podcast. Why is it that the art Stephen Larson Book Raw show is only doing like five thousand views? Come on, people. This is like pure genius that you're missing out on. There's some huge story developments about the to Raw Gate storyline is perhaps the most thrilling storyline in the history it's, it's, of it's wrestling. Really going places. <laughs> uh, Master of memes, Blake Whitehouse. Is it bad that I really don't care about Braun right now? No, it's not bad. No, man, I'm not judging you. I don't care about him either. They've done a heck of a job really derailing all his momentum. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like they've really tried to derail his momentum. Um, let's see here. Griffith Cologne, Griffin Cologne. Sorry. A lot of people in the comments as well as Steve are saying they'd rather see Kenny go to WWE based on the possibility of fresh matchups instead of wrestling his friends at all elite. Who would you like to see all elite sign to make them a fresh, well-rounded roster and prevent it from feeling like the NWO pay-per-view. Lots of good names out in the world. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was actually having a conversation with a friendo yesterday by the name of Franklin Shane. He threw out some names. Uh, Viper, Jessica Craven, uh, Jimmy Havoc. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be, that'd be great. Yeah, it would be great. It's, he's sort of like a, it's weird. Like whenever you hear of like signings to like companies like Impact, like, I know Impact has Sammy Callahan, but how great yeah, yeah, would yeah. Jimmy Havoc be oh, over be there? Else. Wouldn't that be something else? Yeah. Bring him into AEW. David Starr. Yeah, David Starr is great. Um, oh, man, I just thought of a name, and then I forgot it. And then, of course, Pac. Oh, yeah, bring Pac in. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I wonder if he'd be interested. Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, he might just like to float. Yeah, maybe. Float a float. Well, I mean, I, I know we heard they, were, they want to do exclusive deals, but when it comes to Pac, man. Sure, he loves money too. You gotta make exceptions, though. Yeah, man. It's a chance to bring Pac in. Heck yes. I'm trying to think who else. I had a name and then I just quickly forgot it. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't know, man. Bummer. But I'm sure it was a quality name. I'll give you that. Yeah. Much. Elliot Smith, hey, friendos, new patron with first question here. With Sasha being in the title hunt, Rollins having a more intense attitude, more intensity from Dean and Lashley being a, actually being a dominating force, do you guys see more potential in this new era? 
that they are working towards. Um, you know, man, when you put it that way, it's funny. I, I'm so hardwired to think, eh, they're not going to change anything. But you do there. There is some evidence to suggest that they're that they're going in a direction that might be more pleasant. To here's the thing, man. So, you know, Hogan didn't really get a lot of booze last night. He there was a pretty warm reception for him. It wasn't like roof exploding, but he got a good reception. There's a much bigger audience out there than what we see on Twitter. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so the WWE just simply needs to do a better job of. They need to do a better job of appealing to their hardcore audience, the 1.5 million people who subscribe to the network, and the people who show up to the arenas to bring the family there. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there's a place for everything. I personally think that if you have really, really good wrestling, nobody's going to be upset about that. No, you know, no. Um, so, but you know, it's okay to put. I know they want to push like Ronda Rousey because she's a big name. But it's okay in the meantime to also, you know, give some good shine to people like Sasha, yeah. to Bailey, to yeah. Ember Moon, yeah. some really fantastic wrestlers. Agreed. And why wouldn't you want Seth to be the the focal point of any product? I know. Of any wrestling I show. I know. It's Seth Rollins. One thing we didn't talk about uh, with Sasha taking on Ronda at the Rumble is uh, how the storyline with Charlotte and Becky is going to play out leading into Mania because we had been hearing that it was going to be Charlotte and Ronda at the Rumble and then Becky and... Ronda at Mania. Is this more or less confirmed triple threat at Mania? Yeah, it would have to. Because she still mentioned Charlotte and Becky by name. It would have to. Yeah. Yeah, it would have to. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it would have to. I mean, are we going to get a Bret Hart-Lex Luger situation? Double elimination or double win? Entirely possible. Maybe. And then, uh, yeah. But then instead of at Mania... Ronda having two matches. <laughs> or maybe they'll do that. I don't know. I don't know. You know what? One thing I would love to see is some interaction between Charlotte or Becky and Sasha Bailey. Just give us some hints over the horsewomen stuff. Yeah. Give us some hints of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also, man, I mean, that's another reason to bring Shayna into the women's. Well, world. I thought maybe that's another reason they might have brought Sasha into, into things as that well. Could be. Never that could know. be. I hope so. Uh, $2 super chat. Message retracted, however. Nate Williams, Dean is awesome and happy when it's a hardcore match. I mean, he seemed more into it. I don't know if it's because it was a hardcore match because they want to make up for the lackluster effort they had last time. Wait a second. Max Zero here says, how painful was it to hear that Hogan, that the Hogan list that dream match in heaven between Savage and Warrior and Piper and Orndorff. It was Mr. Perfect. It was perfect. It wasn't Orndorff. It was Mr. Perfect, yeah. Yeah. Orndorff. Is Orndorff still alive? He, no, he's alive. That's yeah. what I thought, yeah. Yeah. I did think that it was, I was, that was actually something I was actively thinking of as Hogan was talking about them. I was like, okay, I want to make sure all these people have actually passed. <laughs> like if he mentioned somebody that hasn't, you know. Yeah. That would be a very Hogan thing to do. Uh, Rich Hardesty, did the camera work in the main event feel like TNA? I didn't notice. I don't watch TNA, so I'm not. There was one shot. It's funny he says that. There was one shot that I was like, oh, that's kind of that's kind of old school. It was when they went to like a long shot of when they were both on the crate. They went one shot. It was the camera was like super far back. And it was a shot of Seth, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I know and I was like, about. oh, look at that. Well, they that zoomed in quite cool. a bit. Yeah. 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 That was kind of neat. Uh, Sammy Garcia, full honestly, not looking forward to Omega coming to WWE because there's going to they have to tone down his moveset. People always say that. I don't know if that's necessarily true. It's not. Buddy Murphy and Damo both do, like, Damo does the one-winged angel. Yeah, and then Buddy Murphy does a, uh, does a V-trigger. Yeah. I don't know when he has to tone down, honestly. I, don't think he has to I mean, he's not, much probably not going to do any top rope dragon suplexes, but he doesn't do it that often anyways. He can I do don't want to see that anyways, man. He can do all his bread and butter stuff. He can still do power bombs and, and the, 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 the bit where he kind of leapfrogs into the bulldog. He can still do all that. Mm-hmm. He'll still do V triggers. I don't know if he'll be able to do the full on running, sprinting across the ring in him, yeah, and hitting him. But he can still do his his knees. I don't necessarily know what he's going to have to tone down per Man, se. Man, if they let Styles do the Styles Clash, they'll let Kenny do what he wants to do. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. I think that's a good show. Any more super chats here? No, nope, that's the last one. All right. Anyways, uh, patrons, stay tuned for post show overrun. Oh, sorry, overrun. Uh, happening soon, very soon. 
I don't know. I don't know when Hilton's coming back to the office. Really, I don't think he's out. ever coming back. He he's never coming back. Really? No. What a drag. Anyways, uh, Hilton Tron three thousand. Can you hit that music, please? Thank you. Anyways, yeah, like I said, patrons, stay tuned. We got an overrun coming up. Ooh, it's Truth Exposed Day. No, oh, do you have something for us? No, we you have better to figure that out in the next ten we minutes. We have to. I'll figure it out next Fake. 10, 15 minutes. Oh, oh man, I'm gonna find something super real. Fake. That's it for show. Thanks so much for tuning in. Until next time, I'll talk to you guys later. Goodbye. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.